You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Welcome to the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and with me is the lovely and talented and just downright awesome Amanda McEwen. I I wish people would introduce me that way all the time. I think it would make things better. I think everybody should be introduced that way all the time. I agree. If you're ever with me and we're somewhere, that's the way I'll roll. It's kind of interesting that you say that because uh, our theme for this episode is about the people that we surround ourselves with and the effect that they can have on us. And when we were talking about this a little bit yesterday, I said everybody should have a Melissa Motes in their life. Because when you Uh have somebody around you who is upbeat and positive and energetic, it's infectious. Whereas it's also infectious when you have somebody who's grumpy and negative and complaining all the time. So Yes. Well, thank you for that very fine compliment. And I accept that. And I try to bring sparkles and love and good things wherever I go. You're welcome. So, hey, it's good stuff. So, well, I think this is a really great topic. And I actually read recently, I've read it a few times over the course of probably a decade, but it was a good reminder that there's like a fact, some kind of factoid out there that you can't help but become similar to the five people you spend the most Mm -hmm. time around or three or eight or whatever. I don't know that it's exactly... We we, we don't have a fact checker here. (laughs) Precisely five. But I think the whole idea is is something to really think about because, you know, who are you spending the most time with Mm -hmm. in your life? Because we do rub off on each other. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So it's always nice to pay attention to the people around you. Do you spend your time with people who support you and lift you up and encourage you and compliment you and all of those things? Or are you spending time with people who like to commiserate and bring you down or just complain about what's going wrong in their lives, hoping that you'll sink to their level, which unfortunately there are a lot of people like that out there. There's a lot of talk about toxic relationships and how to avoid them. And it's really hard sometimes to sever ties with somebody that you actually care about or kind of distance yourself when you realize that the energy or the values or whatever is not aligning with what you need in your own life. Absolutely. And it also takes courage to be Mm. able to, you know, break a relationship off like that. And, um, I've had that happen to me a couple of times in my life. And, um, it was probably one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do Mm -hmm. was, uh, decide that um, a particular friendship wasn't serving me well. And not only was it, um, you know, becoming really toxic, but um, I had just gotten so used to that being the norm. Mm -hmm. And this other person's particular kind of ways and mindset, I just sort of accepted it for what it was. And then I realized one day that it just really was bringing me down, being Mm -hmm. around that energy. And I thought, you know what? I don't have to participate in this. It's a choice. It is a choice. And it was very empowering to realize that it didn't make it easier to decide to, you know, cut ties with that person. But um, I didn't, I didn't end the relationship by being angry or being mean or being confrontational. What I did was I just took a huge step back and that person started to get the hint. Right. That I wasn't, you know, wanting to continue a friendship and they took it really hard and 
personally and were really upset about it. But I still just kind of came from a, I didn't kind of come from a place of love. I certainly came from a place of love. And I just kind of realized that I didn't have to go into a big, long, dramatic explanation or, you know, draw anything out. I just, I was just true to me. And, and I wish that person to this day well, and I wish them love and I wish them all good things in their life. But it was just to kind of sum it up. It was like, they chose to live on a hamster wheel of drama, a hamster wheel of drama. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to be anywhere near one of those yeah. ever. Yeah, no. It had been going on for a long time. <laughs> That's a great visual in, in Thank my you. mind. So I hopped off the hamster wheel of drama, and it's been it's been a real just lot a lot less uh, chaotic for me uh, in my mind having to deal with hearing about all that stuff. Right, and sometimes you don't realize when you're in it. A lot of times that clarity comes after the fact when you're out of it and you can look back and reflect and it's like, oh, that person wasn't really good for me at all. And I've had the same thing where somebody was a very close friend and for years and we'd gone through a whole lot together and it just didn't really dawn on me that there was anything negative there until... I started paying attention to certain things and what happened is I figured out every time something good happens to me, she gets upset about it. Mm. And it was confusing because I thought, well, she's such a good friend. Why, why would she be upset? And it wasn't that she was mad at me. It was a reflection of what was going on in her own life and things that she didn't have. And then it, it sparked this I don't even know if jealousy is the right word. It was more of just, it really had nothing to do with me, and I did understand that, but it it didn't make it any easier. And then it became this kind of secret competition that I saw that wasn't, it was a one-sided because I just wanted good things for her. Right. And it just became very clear. And then I, I just, same as you, just kind of slowly started back away. And I thought, what if I just distance myself a little bit. Again, there doesn't have to be this huge confrontation, but let me just take a few steps back and see what happened. And then it it just kind of worked itself out. Right. And then in retrospect, I realized, wow, that negativity was taking its toll on me. And I had no idea because it happened subconsciously. Yeah. And that is what happens to us a lot. It's we're picking up on this energy and the different things from the people around us. Sometimes we have no idea it's happening. Yeah. And, and you can really feel that or subconsciously feel that it can mm-hmm. really have a huge effect on you. And no, I was just kind of thinking about how, uh, you said, you know, you kind of slowly backed away and there didn't have to be that confrontation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something to really think about is, you know, you can choose to remove yourself from a relationship or a situation without all of the, you know, the fireworks and the dramatic displays. And that's actually a really freeing thing. And it doesn't have to become a blame game Mm -hmm. either. It can just be you honoring yourself and being true to yourself. And um, it's kind of that old saying I love uh, is just blessing and releasing Mm -hmm. a person or a situation or a bad habit or, you know, just anything thing that's not really working for you in your life right. is it's that was a season of life yeah a season but I and I, I think 
because I, I don't have any problem with confrontation, but sometimes there's no reason for it. Like you right. said, like we don't need to get into this whole messy thing because maybe the other person is in the same place and it's, you just avoid a lot of that. Yeah. I, I do want to say though, that if somebody wants to know what happened, <laughs> I think it's a good idea to let them know because there's oh, this yeah. whole phenomenon that's happening in business that stemmed from relationships. The whole ghosting thing, I can't get behind that at all. No. I think it's cowardly and silly and yeah. it doesn't help anybody. Like If you need to cut somebody out of your life, a relationship of any sort, client, work, whatever that might be, and they want to know like, well, why? Just be honest with them. It helps them grow as a person. And then sometimes people are just left like, What? What yeah. happened? We, we were in all these conversations and we had all this work going and then poof, they just disappeared. And I, I see a lot of complaints about that recently mm-hmm. where like the people put all this time making proposals and doing work and they're at this, this point of being at a contract and then the person just completely disappears, stops answering texts, stops answering emails, just poof, gone. And then the people are like, well, but what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Can I learn from this? Did something on their end change? Maybe they didn't have the budget. And maybe there's a lot of times when I think people avoid the confrontation by just not saying anything. But at some point, just be a grown up about it. Yeah, (laughs) no, definitely. And sometimes you have to have those hard conversations. I can get behind that. Yeah. And hard, hard conversations do have to happen from time to time. Confrontation's not my favorite thing in life, but I think that, um, sometimes it's a, it's a matter of meeting someone where they're at, you Mm -hmm. know, meeting them where they are. And, uh, and sometimes it's hard to do if they're not in a real positive you know, headspace and, mm-hmm. and maybe you feel that you are, um, it's, it can be a little bit tricky. Um, yeah. but I agree with you on that for sure. Um, but yeah, I think maybe just assessing who is in your life and, and who you're spending all your time mm-hmm. with and how you feel. Um, and I think a really good rule of thumb is after being with certain people, how do you feel after you part ways? Like, are you, are you energized or, or are you drained? depleted? Yeah, and that that was a really big one for me when I really started to assess um, just the different people in my life, uh, as far as like more close personal relationships, friendships, and stuff. Was you know, of course, there are going to be times when somebody's really you know in need of you know, they've got something in their life going on and they're going to just like really need to, you have to be a really good loving listener and, and it's going to, you know, that's going to use a lot of your energy. There's nothing wrong with sharing in energy and being there for somebody. But if that's like the constant, like every time you're with that person, it's just like you're completely sucked dry and completely (laughs) depleted. Ooh, yeah. that that adds up. There's like that compounds. You go home and need to curl up in the corner in the fetal yeah. position like, and rock. You took it all out of me. I mean, as an introvert, that's what happens to me when I'm around too many people. It's yeah. not necessarily a specific person, but there are certain types of people that will inst- instigate that. I don't know if instigate is the right word, yeah. but will bring that out. To trigger? Where, yeah. Could it be trigger? Yeah. yeah I, I, guess I, I think people be can be triggers. Energy yeah. triggers. Ener- yeah. And, but like we said, it's, I mean, sometimes this stuff happens on such a subconscious level that it's really taking that deep internal dive to figure out and pay attention to it. And I just, I ran into this, uh, this week, I'm working with a new client and 
the job is kind of hectic. I kind of got thrown into it in the middle of it, and the job is coming up quickly, and there are a lot of things to do. But it's not anything crazier than any other production job I've been on. But I noticed for a couple days, like, I was just feeling anxious. And I thought, why am, like, I mean, and granted, this is one of those weeks that always happens in my world where everything happens all at once or not at all. And this is an all at once type of week where every single client needs something right away. And there's all these big projects that have to deliver at the same time. Not a complaint, never a complaint. There's so much work to be done. But this one job was just, I, I don't, I couldn't figure out what it was. And then I realized that the woman that I'm working with is very high strung, a lot of nervous energy, very kind of worried about every little detail. When it's, and I, at one point I had to say, hold on, let's just slow down a minute. We have this figured out. This is taken care of. Mm-hmm. We have several days to work this out. Not a big deal. Like just, let, let's just, let's just calm down. And then that's when it all kind of came together. I thought, I am picking up on, she's nervous and she's worried about everything and there are all these other things going on. And somehow that, I was picking up on that energy and it, it was working into me. And then, it, but I thought, I, I rarely get anxious. So it was like, this is not I really comfortable. Believe, what is happening? I really believe energies are vibration. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that that those vibrations, you know, impact you and you mm-hmm. can feel, you can feel that frequency right. changing, you know, without sounding yeah. too like, but I really do believe that, yeah. um, you can feel someone's energy mm-hmm. before they walk into a room. Um, yeah. if you pay attention, if you mm-hmm. open yourself up to it, but and on, on the opposite side of that, cause that was sort of a negative, uh, energy that was there. But I was watching some of our clips from Brent's episode, just our, our little stories and social media posts that we were doing. And I was all fired up. And, and I think it's because Brent has such an infectious, positive energy. Yes. And we were just so <laughs> excited to be talking with him. And we were laughing and having a good time. But still, there, there were some things I'm like, oh, look at that. Like, I, I was getting all riled up. And yep. in a very good way. It was a passionate way of, yep. okay, you know, what we're talking about is, is really important. And I really believe in it and nah. yeah and I think I think that was that was Brent energy Brent has some really powerful <laughs> mojo and right now I want to send him some good vibes because he's he's off doing something special today that we can't really talk about but it's pretty cool and I think he'd appreciate some extra sparkles and vibes right now so well hopefully by the time this episode airs there will be a lot more to say about that yeah so, I um, know I like it <laughs> That's what we're going to hope for. We're just going to put that out in the world as our positive energy for yeah. the moment. And, you know, when you take a moment to put out a good thought or a good wish for somebody, I also think that that is that just like saying a prayer. You can call it a prayer. You can call it a good wish, a good thought, good vibes. It's energy and it travels mm-hmm. and you can put it out there for other people and it feels really good when you do that. So I believe in always wishing people well, any chance you, you get the opportunity. And uh, and that's why you should have a Melissa Motes in your life or somebody aw. like it. But it, it really worked to me that that's what I want in my life. I mm-hmm. want to be surrounded by people who are excited about what they do, who are driven to do more, to learn more, to try new things, people who see the good in the world instead of focusing on the bad. All the things we talk about in terms of mindset, that's what I I like to be surrounded with because 
that that's the energy that I like to have in my own life. And I there's I always feel like we have to say that there is a difference between venting to your friends oh, because yeah. sometimes you you need to get stuff out into yeah. out out of your head or wherever it is and and out. It just needs to go because it's not good for you. And right. and a good friend would want you to do that. Right. You just want to make sure that that's not always your. Uh, your norm, you know, which some people it really is. So I I mean, I I think it's something to do some, some self-check, you know, Mm -hmm. some self-awareness on that, but uh, absolutely. I mean, you want to share with your friends. I think it's about sharing. I think it's give and take. And so that's one thing that I always try to really think about in being a good friend um, is I want to make sure that I'm always being a giver and I'm always, um, you know, that I'm not a person who's ever just that it's unbalanced, that I'm being a taker. I'm like a real, I'm really more comfortable in the giving position. I, I do know this about you. The, re- the reason I'm laughing, if you're watching, you see that I'm over here kind of snickering is because Melissa's the type who will give you a severed hand and not expect anything in return. So I took that. I, I have yet to send her anything in return for it. So at this point, I've just been the taker, but that's, that's why well, I was laughing. But it, it's, it's very true, severed hands aside, that you are a very giving person. And oh, I feel thanks. that you don't ever expect anything in return. I don't. And to me, that's, that's the way that you're supposed to give. And it, I think that true giving really feels better if you don't expect anything mm-hmm. in return. Like, oh, I have something to tell you that might make you feel a little weird. I don't even like it when I give my like clothes or home goods to like Goodwill or wherever. And they're like, would you like a receipt? I'm like, no, I don't want a receipt. I don't want anything. I'm purely giving this. I'm purely giving. And I know some people out there are like, oh, that's not a good business move. Right. But you know what? I'm like, no, because I just don't really, I just don't need anything. These clothes served me. I'm giving them now. Somebody, I'm setting them free. I don't care. I don't need anything for it. But I, I appreciate that. And sure, from the business side, I think, well, you should always get the tax deduction <laughs> for it. But at the same time, there are a lot of people who give to charity for the tax deduction mm-hmm. and not because they want to support the charity. Yeah. And it's, it's funny timing because the shirt that I'm wearing, this is my Music Rising t-shirt, which is one of the charities that I support. They re- uh, replace instruments to k- for kids in schools that have lost them in natural mm. disasters. It started with Hurricane Katrina and then wow, different that's great. things. And because kids and music and instruments, we, we, to me, that's very important. Um, but there are, are times... But it's, again, it's a different energy. You're, you're supporting a cause because you want the, the, the deduction or the kickback from it, and not necessarily, and, and it, either way that you're giving, it's fine, it's good, it helps the organization, so that's great. But I would rather surround myself with people who are giving and saying, I won't even take that receipt. I won't, I never want <laughs> Although it. Although it is definitely a bad business I know, decision, I know, but, <laughs> but I don't, but I still, I'm like, and I know that while I'm doing right. it, and I go, you know what, it's just, it's fine. this is to me is raw, pure mm-hmm. giving, so I'm like, I don't, I don't want a receipt, I don't even want to, I don't even want a piece of paper that said I gave it. Right. But there is a a certain attitude or a mindset about that where sometimes Mm -hmm. you just have to give of yourself freely, whether that's your money, whether that's your time, even if you think that you don't have it. And that's a a big thing is just sometimes when you give, even if you don't have it at the moment, you will get something back, usually 
several times what it was. Not necessarily, oh, I gave you $10 and I'm going to get $100 back. Not like that, but you might get something much better. It, it's, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in karma. Some people do, some people don't. But I just think that if you live your best life and you do your best to do good and do the right thing and help others and, and yourself mm-hmm. and do all that, it comes back to you. And also that if you don't take others into consideration, that's going to come back on you too. I think too, that when you give without the expectation, uh, to receive or to gain anything, I don't know. It's just like a, for me, it's like a, man, I get a high from just the feeling of like, man, that really impacted somebody's day or moment Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it feels so good. Maybe that's kind of selfish of me that I love how much that I feel. (laughs) I feel so good when somebody else feels so good. I'm like, oh, it's such a great thing. But, um, but I, that, that's, it's all worth it for me Mm -hmm. when I feel like I learned that from, uh, my grandfather. He was that way. He, he loved the element of surprise. Um, he was the kind of person who'd go into, there was this little, it's called White Hen Pantry. It was this (laughs) little place, um, in, uh, Illinois where he'd go like buy a cup of coffee. It's like a little, you know, like a little convenience store or whatever, and he would love to do random things like um, if somebody was working there and he knew they were having a hard time or whatever, mm-hmm. he'd buy a cup of coffee for like $2 and he'd give them a $50 bill, you know, and say, right. keep the change, yeah. you know, and they'd be so, you know, taken back by it. And he was just, it made him feel good. And, and he, he just liked to, to see people feel surprised and, and good. And, you know, he just always had everything you have feels so much better to have when you share with other people. And mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. where he came from. And um, he didn't have anything when he was growing up. And he's from Croatia, and he, he grew up really poor. And I think that for him, it was just like anything that he achieved or acquired or had in his life, it was just so much better when it was shared with other people. And I think mm-hmm. that that is infectious. And yeah. I watched that happen throughout my whole lifetime. And I just sort of loved it and mm-hmm. was like, man, I want to be like that. When I was a kid, right. I used to think that someday, and you know. I know. I, I would much rather be surrounded by people like that mm-hmm. who, may, if I'm having a bad day, I know that I'm going to get some text message and some goofy meme or something, some little thing, that kind of gesture. And that's the type of friend that I like to be, too. I would much rather be surrounded by that than some people are like, oh, you're having a problem? Like, uh, I don't want to be bothered with that right now. And I don't think people usually say that, but you, they're just different types of people. Yeah. And you can, you can tell through conversation which kind of people there are. Absolutely. And it, then there's also, I'm, I'm kind of sidetracking a little bit, but in, there's a thing that they talk about all the time that you should always be the dumbest person in the room. And, and not that you shouldn't know anything or you should be dumb, but you should surround yourself with people who are smarter than you, who've achieved more than you, people that you can look up to, because then that's when you're supporting your own growth and you're being encouraged. And then there's something, not that you should be trying to emulate other people necessarily, sure. but when you're surrounded by people who go after what they want, who are motivated, who are driven, who find their own success, that comes into your world too. Mm-hmm. Where some people like to be the smartest person in the room, and they want to look down at people. Yeah. And but at that point, then then where do you go from there? If you feel yeah. that you're already the best and you have nothing left to learn, like that's just kind of a, a sad existence to me. And it also, is. that's an energy I don't want to be around. I don't want to uh, be around yeah. that person. And we all know those people 
who thinks that they just have the answer to everything, they have nothing to learn or benefit from anybody else, and that condescension, no. It makes me feel icky. I would rather feel like the idiot that doesn't know anything. Great, I don't know that. How can I learn? Yeah, it's it's fun to to be around other people who know, you know, tons of stuff or or are in the process of learning themselves and mm-hmm. are in the process of growing. Um, that's a really infectious energy to to you know kind of grab a hold of too. Is um, there's it's it's just like a buzz you can feel you know when people are mm-hmm. like I'm learning about this new thing or I'm super right. passionate about this new idea or new business or new you know workout program yeah. or um, charity I'm involved in or whatever <laughs> and you're like what well what is it man this person's like floating they're like hovering mm-hmm. they're not even their feet are not even touching the ground <laughs> it's like yeah. I want some of that yeah. but but yeah and there's there's a lot to be said for. Uh, the people in your life who really make you feel good, you know, or they don't make you feel good. You're, you, right. It's your choice whether or not to feel mm-hmm. good. But you, the people you feel really good around, it's like, why? And then um, just welcome more of that. Yeah. Invite more yeah. of that in. Yeah. I, I always look for the, the people who get excited about the little things. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that in our fun episode. But I, I just love it when... The little things, and, and you can't, I, I, I won't call the person out in case she doesn't want to know it's her, but one of, there's somebody I know, she recently got a new vacuum, and she's so excited about the new vacuum, because it's so much better than any other vacuum that she's ever had, and it's, it, that can make a big difference, and it, we, we kind of laughed about it, and she's like... Is it, is it silly that I'm this excited about a vacuum? I'm like, I love it because I'll tell you, when I get some of my kitchen gadgets, uh, I, like I got a new juicer recently. The, my old juicer I had had for probably 15 years. It wasn't even my juicer. It was one that somebody left behind in my house. And I just, but it, it worked and it worked for all of these years until it started smoking one day and my celery tasted a little bit burnt. And I thought, this is probably maybe time to get a new juicer and this new one. And it, it wasn't some extravagant $250 fancy juicer, which I looked at. It was one of the cheaper ones because I thought, eh, I, I don't use it that much. This will be fine. And and it, I can do like the whole batch in a fraction of the time. And it's so much more powerful. And still, I mean, it's been a couple of weeks and I'm still excited about my new Look juicer. Look at you right now so, and listen to you. I love it. But that that's what I want around me is that energy to where the silliest little thing is going to make you happy because we, as we always talk about, how you feel is a choice. It's not anybody else's to decide. Like you just said, you can't make me feel good, but you also can't make me feel bad. That's how I choose to interpret what I feel. Yes. (laughs) That's all on me. But you can be encouraged by other people around you. And I know You can be high-fived or not. (laughs) Haven't brought that up in a few episodes because why? Because it's not as special if I talk about it all the time. <laughs> so it's not as special if I high-five you all the time. So you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm refusing you a high-five. Oh, that's fantastic. Even See though. how good things can happen if you wait patiently? <laughs> and sometimes you just say no enough, and then people just give up, and it's, it's fine. Um, I also wanted to just point out that we all have people in our lives that um, we call or we reach out to when we want to laugh. Yes. And I know that we both have different people in our lives. You've told me Mm -hmm. some good stories, and I know I've shared some with you. But I just want to just 
throw a little shout out to my big brother. My big brother's name is Joe, but I call him Pookie. That's his childhood nickname. <laughs> yeah, he's in his mid-40s, and I still call him Pookie. And uh, he doesn't even care. But anyway, if I am having a bad day, that is one person I can call. And I can just say, mm-hmm. literally say to my brother, hey, um, I'm just calling because I need you to make me laugh. And then he'll have some kind of smart aleck thing to tell me, and he'll immediately make me laugh. And I think it's really good to have a few people on speed dial who make you laugh. That's another thing. Just yes. just a little thought pro, a little thought, little tip, yeah. thought process, like tip, it. whatever. My, my, my brother <laughs> sent me a text message today of. Uh, and it's a fun, again, but the, the little things. It, it's a text message from a Sinclair gas station, but it's the, I don't know if they have them everywhere. But there are these ones in Colorado where we grew up, where there's a giant dinosaur out front, and there was some weird commercial when we were kids. It was like Sinclair, the Dino Shop, and I don't even know if it was a commercial or if it's just something that he and I said. But it's a still we still associate. It's those childhood memories. And so now he, he, I guess, was getting gas, and he was at one of the Sinclairs with the dinosaur, and he just sent me a text, and he's like, hey, I was getting gas today, and I took this photo for you. And that was it. I it was like, And that, that just kind of made my day, because I, I had just finished getting my own gas, and there was no dinosaur, and it was kind of sad, because, you know, it's always better with a dinosaur. Dinosaurs make everything better. <laughs> and, you know, you also just triggered a thought for me, which is, I really love to do things in my life that are um, basically acts of inspired thought. So inspired thought could be an idea or a person pops into my head and I haven't seen them in a long time or reached out to them in a while or whatever. Just, you know, how it goes with mm-hmm. life. We have so many, hopefully you're blessed with so many good people in your life that it's hard to keep up with everybody. And that's what I feel like sometimes. But um, I think it's really awesome when somebody reaches out in, out of the blue to just tell you something funny mm-hmm. or if some something um, you know triggered a, a memory or a funny thought when somebody takes the time to say mm-hmm. hey I just saw this and it made me think of you and I just that's all that's it. you know man is that ever a great mm-hmm. feeling to just just yeah. get those kinds of texts or phone calls or emails so you know, if, if somebody's on your heart or on your mind and you haven't thought about them in a while or, you know, reached out to them in a while when you've thought of them, just take 10 seconds and write them a text mm-hmm. and just say, you just popped in my head and I'm thinking about you. You just don't know what that can mm-hmm. do for somebody. Yeah. It's it's powerful stuff. I always like those those friends, too, that we all have because we all have busy lives and things and live in different places and yeah. all of that. But there's, there's those friends that maybe you don't see for several years but then you get together and it's like no time has passed. Ugh. You don't have to start with the, the catch-up stuff. Or even those texts where it, there's no explanation in the beginning. It's just, oh, here's the random text. Haven't spoken to you for years, but here's just this random text that's going to come through. And it's great. And I, I love that. Those are the types of people that it's like, you know, that it's not always somebody's fault that you can't spend more time together that people have lives and jobs and families and all sorts of different obligations and sometimes it's really hard to make that time Mm -hmm. but I I think that it's so it's good to have those people but in the people who you do communicate with regularly that's where it becomes very important I think to just be selective and not that you have to kick everybody out of your life who who says one negative thing or anything extreme like that but like you said, it's just being aware of 
is this a reciprocal relationship or are you putting in way more than you're getting back? And again, not that you give with the expectation to receive, sure. but at the same time, there are times when you are the only one putting any effort into a relationship, a friendship, a business relationship, any of that. And it becomes, if you pay attention, sometimes it's like, wait a minute, this, this is not serving me at all. This is actually hurting me in some way. I need to let go of this. And again, that can be really hard in business because maybe that person provides you with some income and we all need income. But if every time you do a job with somebody, you feel badly, you go home and you just don't want to deal with the world because you're burnt out or stressed out or angry or whatever negative stuff comes with certain working situations. Sure. Is it really worth it? Or maybe if you freed up that time and that energy, it would make room for a better client, somebody who's going to, you're going to be excited to work on their projects. And absolutely. Sometimes it's just taking that step back to sort of evaluate and assess the people and not that you need to be that systematic about it, but no. just being aware it's just, of how you feel. It's paying attention. It's noticing. Mm-hmm. And it's like that old saying, you know, one door closes, another one opens mm-hmm. or, you know, right. Did I say that right? You did. Yeah. Sometimes I say things weirdly. Or one door closes, another opens. Opens. Whatever. I don't know. You know what I'm, you, y'all know where I'm going doors with that. Doors open and doors close. Yeah. Pick the good so ones whatever. to go through. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> the idea is. <laughs> so funny. Some of these little random sayings, it's like, I don't know how we get them wrong, but y'all know where we are. But my whole, my point is whether it's a, on a friendship level or a business mm-hmm. level or any other kind of relationship, it's one of those things where, um, don't be afraid because if if you decide that something isn't working for you, um, something I really do believe something even better will present itself to you, and um, just just be true to yourself and, and honor yourself. And um, to add to what you said, just coming from a big picture standpoint, not tit for tat, not all these little small things. Everybody's going to have a bad day. Your friends are going to have a bad day. People are going to vent all the stuff that, you know, we've touched on. But I think just in a bigger picture way, um, just ask yourself uh, in the relationships you have, is there a sharing going on? Is there a balanced exchange of give and take? Is the love flowing, you know, or the good vibes or the good feelings or the sharing or the, the being supportive of each other is all those things, are those things happening kind of in a balanced way back and forth? Mm -hmm. Or is it just everything flowing out of you? You know, you know, you're feeling depleted. That's, that's a good way to see if something's working for you or not. Um, that's, that's been my rule of thumb. That's a good one. And there are times, though, too, when we can't always control who's in our path. Yeah. If you work for somebody else, you're going to have coworkers, and that's a whole other set of obstacles there. But that's when it, it comes back to that mindset and choosing whether you let people get to you or not. And there are certain types of people. This is a very common type of person that I, I'm going to say specifically. There are people who just love drama. There's, there's those ones that live on that hamster wheel you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. in the episode. But they like to get under people's skin. They like to upset people. It's, and I, I don't know why. I don't understand it. But there are a lot of people like that, that they just love, for whatever reason, to bother other people. Mm-hmm. And I have I had worked with a person like that before and uh, was 
very aware right away that that's the kind of person she was. She's always trying to drop little hints, trying to get under my skin a little bit. And I, it's not an easy thing to do because again, robot, not a whole lot of emotions going on and I, it just doesn't bother me. Um, but my way of dealing with her and people like this in general, is just to be really extra nice to her because it, <laughs> Part of it was because it was really funny. I would keep her on the phone as long as possible and ask her how things were going in her life and stuff because I knew she didn't want to talk to me. But it was like, but but if I'm I'm so nice, what is she going to complain about to our other coworkers? I can't believe Amanda. She was so nice to me on the phone and she cares about what's going on in my life and I just can't believe that. But what happens is eventually... And, and sometimes it doesn't take very long. When these people realize that they can't get to you, they just move on and they go on to the next person. They're bored. And she and I were fine after that. <laughs> we, we did not, we never became friends, yeah. but we were able to have a positive working relationship. That's we good. got done what needed to get done and that was it. And sometimes in, in work, that, that's all it needs to be. There yeah. just needs to be a civil communication amongst each other. And, and that's it. But there are a lot of people that will just nitpick and the pot stirs and all of that. And you take away their power. We talked about that in a recent episode too. Mm-hmm. But just don't let them have that effect. Yep. And it's some of that comes from that inner confidence of, okay, this is a work situation. I know I'm doing things right. I know I'm doing a good job. I know that she's just trying to get to me or he's trying to get to me. This is not just women who do that. And, and you don't give them power. You just yeah. say, okay. And, and once you kind of turn that off, they do. They, they get really bored and they move on and, and they yep. go torment somebody else. It's, because uh, you're not giving them what they want. Right. You're not stimulating their little, right. you know, whatever it is that makes mm-hmm. their... Tickles their funny bone. Right. Or tickles their mean bone. <laughs> their mean bone, yes. yeah. So, no, I know. I just, for me... I always just try to avoid people like that, like the plague. But if mm-hmm. I do have to interact with them, I'll just remain neutral and, and remain kind and just go, <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this to be over. Yeah. But, you know, but you just got to kind of endure, endure it sometimes. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's all kinds of people in the world that you're going to have to deal with. Right. Business, personal, yeah. uh, uh, and it's, it's tricky. A, and it's good to have people around who will encourage you and, and kind of give you that moral support when you need it. Because yeah. it's, it's really easy to get in that place to where, oh, I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing well enough or I should be doing more and the, all the comparisons again. And I just had tea with, with a friend the other day and she said, hey, you know, I just, I always look around and she's like, I just feel like everybody else has it all figured out and I have no idea what I'm doing. She's like, do you ever feel that way? I said, no, because I actually feel like I'm the one that has it all figured out. <laughs> and and I, was, I was kind of kidding and I was kind of not kidding. But it, it was just kind of a, a funny moment. And yeah. that's really what it is, though, is, is there's so much stuff out there, especially these days. And we talk about social media a lot. But it's, it's in, it, that, in that conversation, she's like, man, you have just been everywhere lately because doing this and that. And it's like, not really. I've, just, I've been trying to do Instagram stories more. And I just had a, a very busy period of time. So I actually had things I could take photos of and share them. And that perception then was like, oh, you're just out doing all these things and I need to do more and I need to do better. And I I don't love the comparison, but I really appreciate that because I want to be the person that inspires other people. And if if you see, well, Amanda's out doing it, then great. Mm -hmm. I don't have it all figured out. I I really don't. And and I have just as many struggles as anybody else. Usually the people who 
believe they have everything figured out are the people who are the furthest from having (laughs) everything figured out. But the ones who can say, you know, I don't have it all figured out, but I'm trying, you know, or I'm working on it, seem to be the ones who have their lives together pretty, pretty darn well. And I think it's, I've yet to meet, I think one person that has it all figured out. Like some people might have one area of their lives figured out, but the other is a complete mess. And I think that's just the part of human balance. Yeah. But it's being around people who are going to accept you for your weirdness and your awkwardness and, and maybe the parts of you that you haven't gotten figured out and who are going to celebrate you when you do have things figured out. Just all of that, that goodness and, and just, being supportive, those are the kinds of people that it, you should have in your circle because those are the ones who are going to have a positive influence and that it just, it compounds. It really does. You're in a better mood and you're feeling good and then you inspire somebody else and they inspire, it just, it goes upwards where if you start, there's a little hair flying around. So, if you're watching again, I just started like, yeah. You know, Amanda's playing with the Amanda's playing with the air. Like I said, I don't have it all figured out. Sometimes I just play with it's the air. How did my microphone? I don't know. Your microphone really has yeah. really some gravity okay. has taken over over there. Um, Anyhow, so yeah. What I was saying is just like people continue to lift each other up. Where if you start putting somebody down. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're in a bad mood now. They're going to take it out on somebody else who's going to take it out on somebody else. And then it's the same effect, only the reverse and yep. negative blah. It's true. Negative blah. That's so, the official term. Basically what we're saying here, friends, <laughs> you know, I like to do a really good wrap up. Okay. We're, we're, we're entering the, the, the wrap up period now. If your friends are awful, <laughs> Get some new ones. <laughs> get some good ones. That is and a good most quotes. I, if your I, friends are awful, <laughs> get some new ones. Yep. My thing is if people who you're hanging out with aren't happy for you and aren't cheering you on and cheering you on to your face and behind your back yes. uh, and everything in between, um, you know, just seek out some some really good friends, some good quality peeps to be with who are going to high five you or not. Um, and just be happy for you. And, uh, I don't know. I just think, uh, everything in life is better when it's shared, including vibes, love, kind words, kind thoughts. And there's always room in the world to put more of that out there. So, uh, you know, be the change that you hope to see in the world. Oh. Dang. Hey. <laughs> it's going deep. But Hey, I think my coffee just kicked in. It, it must it's like have, things right, are good right, right now, but, uh, just put out the good. And uh, you'll attract more of it into your life. Thanks for watching and listening. Thanks for tuning into the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.